Thank you so much for tuning in. It's me, Diana. I am talking to you today about perseverance. And uh, as the summer is winding down and coming to, to a close, I was just sort of reflecting on all that's happened over the summer and all the cool and fun things and all the hard and challenging things. And I, I oftentimes will have like a plan for a podcast or sometimes something will happen that I'm like, oh my gosh. I got to, you know, I got to talk about this. It really affected me. Well, yesterday I was out shopping with a girlfriend and um, I went into a store and we went to the shoe department. I very rarely get to like a very fancy mall, but we were at a fancy mall. And you know how like sometimes you'll have those moments where you're like, oh my God, I love everything. And then other times you're like, I can't find anything I like. And I literally, I didn't see a shoe I even liked. I didn't see anything that caught my eye. I even tried on um, this like really big blousey pair of pants and they were pretty cute on, but they weren't just like just right. I'm like feeling very picky about spending my money on stuff that I will wear and wear and wear and want to wear again. And I just couldn't find anything like that. But anyway, we're in the shoe department and there's this kid and I have seen him there before over the last year. I guess I've been there before. He's very striking. I'm not going to describe him because I'd hate for anyone to actually know who this is and know about this conversation, but he's very easy to look at. He's very striking. He has definite effeminate qualities and um, he's just like eye candy, right? He dresses great. He's got great boots on. He's got just, it's all pulled together. The hair is good. The face is good. Everything's good. And he's young, you know, he's like, 20, 20 something. So he's helping my friend and I'm sitting there. And so, you know, sometimes I'm in the mood to talk to people and sometimes I'm not, but I guess I was in the mood. So I start chatting this kid up and I'm like, I've seen you here before. How long have you been working here? And he sort of tells the story of how he got there. And then as we're kind of going back and forth, he opens up and he's like, I got to tell you, like the twenties are so hard. Like I am not enjoying figuring it out. And you know, he sort of just intimates that he's tried this and he's tried that. And then like, he wasn't a fan of this and he wasn't a fan of that. And he didn't feel welcomed in this arena or whatever. And I, it just, I just kind of, it just kind of came out of me. I'm like, you're going to be okay. You're a great looking kid. You have something very special about you. You have a charisma, you have a presence, you have a way of carrying yourself. You're very detailed about your work. Like he's very like, he unbuckled all the heels for her. She was shopping for heels for a wedding. He unbuckled all the heels, had them facing the right way on the box. Like he's very like high service, high quality. He wasn't like slouching around. He obviously takes care of himself. And I'm like, you're going to, you know, you're going to be in a good place. And he's like, like he didn't whine, but I could tell like his inner child was like, oh, it's so hard, you know, and, 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 and it is. And I told him, I said, you know, I remember being in my 20s and feeling like, when am I going to figure it out? <laughs> and now I'm in my 50s and I'm some days I still feel like, when am I going to figure it out? But I think when you are trying to find yourself, trying to figure out who you are, trying to understand what your place is in the world, it can feel so lonely, overwhelming. Um, and just, it's really hard to put, it's really hard to put into words what that emotion is like 
and that um, how challenging that can be when you're adulting for the first time and realizing like, oh, you know, maybe some of the things that my parents did weren't the best or maybe some of the things my parents were saying really made sense. Um, but I still don't want to listen to them. I still want to do it my way. Um, one of the things that struck me, particularly with this kid, is that there is this sort of thing that we do, whether in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 80s, whatever, where you make it that it's just you going through it and you're the only one that is struggling in this way. And I would say that if you are not struggling, if you're not having days that you struggle, you probably are in the very small minority of people. Because no matter what stage of life you're in, it's a struggle. Some days are just a struggle. Some days the mind is just uh, a difficult um, muscle to manage. I mean, I I still have days where I'm like, what am I doing? Am I even a good parent? And very much questioning, like, am I a good wife? Am I, am I good at anything? You know, what is my purpose? And in our 20s, when you don't even really have, you're not able to generate an income to support yourself. So maybe you're in a situation where you've got someone negative who's like harping on you. What are you going to do with your life? You know, that makes it worse. Uh, you can't afford to do the things that you want to do. Maybe you've got, you're at the bottom of the totem pole in your job. And so you're doing the worst of the worst grunt work. Maybe you're working several jobs to make ends meet so that you can afford your life. So there's this like, it's kind of all piled on. And then as you get older and things get easier, maybe a little bit easier financially, maybe you have figured out your friend groups and you've got actual supportive people around you. Some of those pieces become more supporting your life and less um, a negative thing that's pulling you kind of down in the dumps in your life. So my exchange with this particular guy was probably five minutes or less. He sat there while my girlfriend was picking out shoes for her, her uh, event that she had this weekend. And while he and I were going back and forth, of course, I didn't get to say all of the things, but man, he left such an impression on me because I remembered so well that feeling of like trying to put together an outfit to work on a budget, trying to get together in a crappy car that wasn't always reliable, trying to have a social life at night when everyone was out until all ends of the evening, drinking, etc. And then trying to get to work on time, trying to deal with your bitchy boss that you didn't understand their mood swings. It's just kind of a rough time. And I started thinking about if I had the chance to have a longer conversation, or if I had the chance to speak to my 20-something version of Diana, what would I say? And I, I came up with a few things. I think the first and maybe the most important thing is to get kind with yourself. Um, stop and evaluate the situation and realize it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, you might have friends around you that are making it look easy. Maybe they're traveling and they're Instagrammable and they seem like they've got all their shit together. I promise you they don't have every day together, you know? So understand that you're not the only one and that it doesn't make you a less worthy human or a human that's never going to get anywhere. It just makes you a person that is trying to figure life out and it's not an easy thing and everyone's gone through it. So keep all of that in mind. The next thing I was thinking is that 
I wish I would have gotten more curious in my early 20s about the things that I was doing. What did I actually like? I know I didn't like waitressing altogether, but there were aspects of the job that really lit me up. I really loved chatting with people, serving people. Um, I really loved the social aspect. I also loved the organizational aspect. Like sometimes I go in and I'm like, how can this be like such a mess? Like, how can you guys work in such a mess? Well, lo and behold, as I've gotten older, like organization has is a huge part of being a mom of five kids living with seven people in a house. It's been a huge part of running neat, clean, well, uh, well functioning uh, salon spaces and businesses. And so if you can get curious about the things that you're doing that you actually enjoy, this kid clearly enjoyed, um, the, uh, you know, he had talked about, oh, there was like a shoe in the wrong box. He's like, oh, sometimes people put things in the wrong box. He's like, I like to keep things neat and clean. So just kind of observing, you know, maybe uh, I would imagine he likes the fashion aspect of it and looking his best and drawing uh, the attention and the eye of other folks that were interested in fashion. So just getting curious about what aspects of the job, even though if it's a crap job and you don't see yourself doing it the rest of your life, what are the parts that you like? Do you like the customer service? Um, do you like working in an open, well-lit environment? You know, what are the things that you really enjoy? The other thing I was going to say was keep going, keep going. Um, don't quit. Don't get into a ball in your bed. Don't fall into Netflix. Don't take your days off and like, quit doing the things that you love, like hiking or biking or painting or writing or whatever the things are that you love. Keep pursuing those things because everything that you do in your life takes you to that next step of like, oh, that, you know, I know last weekend I wasn't expecting to go kayaking. Someone just, you know, happened to say, hey, we have an extra kayak. Do you want to come? Lo and behold, I love kayaking. I love being out on the open water. I love the sunshine on my face, whatever it is. Take opportunities, stay curious and keep going. Keep getting up every day and trying, even on days when it's hard. Because even on a day when it's hard, that next day when you're like, I made it through that day, that is your, like, you just climbed your Everest. So that's your day to feel like, okay, I did it. I'm proud of myself. Be open. Uh, don't, I remember in my 20s, I was kind of a absolutist on the guys that I would date and the friends that I wanted to hang around with and the certain kind of things that I wanted to do. And I had these very specific ideas of what my life should be like if I was going to be happy. I wish I was more open to different, uh, learning about different religious beliefs, different spiritual practices, uh, different ways of doing business, different hobbies. I just wish I was more open because the more open you are, the more exposure you're gonna get to different things in the world and the more likely you're gonna find larger, grander things that are going to make you happy. And by being closed, the exact opposite happens. You end up like closing yourself into a small little group of people that think in a very closed-minded way. And that can get very stifling. I also think that this is a very important point. To stay positive in the job you're in, even if it's crap, even if you don't like it, even if there's aspects of it that make you miserable. Stay as positive as possible and make the most of the time that you're there because you never know who's going to walk in and say, Hey, um, and I've told this story before, but I worked at a pier one and I would shine up the brass and some sales guys came in and bought a brass bell 
and they were like, hey, here's my business card if you would ever think about going into sales. And I went and took the job um, and became a salesperson there and made my first like over minimum wage style salary job. And that was a great thing to put on my resume. It made me realize, you know, I learned that I wouldn't want to just do be like a salesperson. That's not really me. But it gave me a view into a whole other world that I wouldn't necessarily have been in. And it was a step to my next thing. My next thing after that was like, okay, I don't want to be a sales girl, even though I'm making like kind of an, a young adult wage now. I'm making enough to have my own apartment and a car. I can't see myself doing this forever. So I, I'm for sure I'm ready to go to a four-year college. I'm ready to go back to school and commit to that. And that was my next step. So staying positive and looking like looking out on the horizon, like what's my next thing? And it was funny because yesterday um, the, the kid was telling me, yeah, my mom's in real estate. So I went and got my real estate license. And then I realized like, I don't know anyone that wants to buy or sell a home. No one I know, you know, would want to do that. And I said, have you ever thought about doing hair? And he's like, I have, I actually have. And it kind of lit him up a little bit. Like, like maybe he found someone that was like speaking his language. And I was like, I could totally see you like figuring that out and ruling a salon someday. And that was the last thing I said to him as our conversation came to a close and he was gathering up the box. He's like, I could like totally see myself in a salon, you know, and you could be a salon manager. You could be in sales. You could be behind the chair. You could be an educator. There's so many things. It doesn't have to be like one thing, but it was so cool to see his, like his eyes kind of brighten up and a smile on his face. And he stood a little taller and kind of marched off. And I was like, yeah, I could totally see you like, ruling a salon one day. And, um, I think because he was positive about the job that he has now, which is obviously, you know, probably not generating the income he wished it did. It's probably not the hours or the control he'd like to have over his life. And it probably isn't as creative as he is. He is doing a great job at that job. I've seen him in and out of that place for over the last year. He looks great every time. And at some point he's going to figure it out. But I thought like watching this kid, I was like, I remember being like that. And I know that still I have these moments where I'm like, I am 50 years old. And I'm like, I just want to go back to bed. Like I'm tired. I'm, I don't want to have to figure out this new thing, but all these same principles apply. Keep going, get curious, be kind with myself, you know, be open to new opportunities and friendships and stay positive. And Sometimes as a human, it's kind of exhausting to be a human. It's kind of exhausting to face a new day, a new challenge, a new season, whether that's a divorce or, you know, a divorce you're not at some, I, I have friends that have been blindsided by like a divorce they weren't expecting, or maybe a, a job change and you've got to move cities, or maybe your kids are leaving the nest and you're learning how to just be in your house with just your husband or just your partner. So I, I wanted to make this episode because I would love for my kids someday to hear it and be encouraged that they are not the only ones that are going through this and there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that this is a beautiful, this is a beautiful part of being a human is finding yourself and coming back to yourself over and over again. I hope that this reaches somebody and this makes them smile and I hope that you are gearing up to have a really wonderful, uh, relaxing, peaceful, exciting September. Thanks guys. Have a great day.